This episode is brought to you by Cisco. Cisco has pledged to positively impact 1 billion people by 2025, embracing the transformative power of technology to create a more inclusive world. Head to cisco.com.au to learn more about this pledge. Hello and welcome to this week's Six O Challenge interview on the IT News podcast. On the show this week is Nick Eshkenazi, the Chief Digital Technology Officer for Woolworths Group. Nick's a former Costco executive that led global technology strategy and transformation before moving to Australia for a foundational role with Woolies X. You'll have to excuse me a bit while I nerd out because this is a bit of a bucket list interview for me. I've tracked Woolworths digital fortunes over quite a few years, including several presentations of Nick's. And so getting time with him was always going to make for a fun conversation. We touch on quite a few different areas here from his remit to the interplay between Woolies X and Group IT digital strategy, talent development, and everywhere in between. I really hope you enjoy this conversation. It'd be useful to start with a little bit about your role and maybe just to explain a little bit about your remit as the Chief Digital Technology Officer. About four years ago now, something important was recognized at Woolworths that through the power of technology, and digital and data, we can continue to evolve and create sophisticated, connected experience for our customers. And that gave birth and focus on something quite exciting at Woolworths, which became Woolies X, as you're familiar with, and the industry by now is quite aware of. And through set of events and inflection points and circumstances, I had an opportunity to connect with the leaders here at Woolworths. At that time, I was in Seattle as a part of Costco, a very known global retailer who also happens to have presence in Australia. And through those conversations, we discovered together in a line that we have very uh, mutual and similar thinking and mindset And as a result, it was exciting and maybe one in a lifetime opportunity to to join a very exciting journey here of uh, the journey of transforming those customer experiences through the power of the coalesced entity of digital data and technology. And all of my passion and experiences came together into that one inflection point of how many times in the history of Australia you'll be able to join an iconic brand like Woolworths and further the vision and the thinking of something exciting is happening. And that is our customers expect more, they demand new experiences, and we are right there to bring that to them. Mm, Absolutely. Now, obviously, Woolworths has you as the CDTO. It's also got a CIO. It's got a GM of IT um, and obviously the group IT function. I just wondered if you could explain maybe the interplay around responsibilities of technology. So where the division lies between uh, yourself and also sort of group IT and how the two of you work together. When Woolisex was established, it was important for that entity to continue to evolve and run by adopting its own ways of working and and capitalizing on some of the engineering data and digital capabilities that would drive the digital transformation across the group. And as a result, my role as the chief digital technology officer was primarily placed within the Woolisex entity. 
But from the beginning, uh, it was recognized that it was of a critical importance to partner and work very closely with our group partners, which has happened since day one. And until today, three plus years into the making now, the relationship and the partnership on a day-to-day -day basis with our group counterparts in group IT, with John Hunt, the CIO and his team, has never been stronger. We work together, we're very closely connected, we partner on many initiatives across the group, and as a result, as we keep the customer first in mind, we're able to deliver on those initiatives together. Being what would be the delivery model for a new fulfillment strategy or what would be the approach of creating a new network infrastructure in the cloud or the like, all of those are very closely interwined. We believe in being closely connected those connections create partnerships uh, that are based on those relationships, and we work and we co-create together on those initiatives. And is there any sharing of resources between Woolies X and uh, Group IT or other functions, for example? Um, obviously, uh, Woolies X has traditionally been in Surrey Hills versus Woolworths, um, sitting a bit further away um, in the Northwest headquarters-wise. So is there any sort of embedding of resources between the two locations, for example? Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful question, Brian. The, what has happened more and more over the last four years has been the embedment of capabilities, the way we call them, across the wider group, because many of the initiatives demand that. For example, it would be challenging to imagine an initiative in our customer fulfillment centers, for example, that doesn't require the involvement of our group partners. On the other end, our group partners would involve us in any new and innovative experiences that we want to do in store, being the, the launch of Scan and Go, for example, that, that you're very familiar with, which is the first in Australia. And it has created an enormous amount of value for our customers, especially throughout the pandemic when everyone was trying to be quite sensitive of, should I go to the store or should I not? And when I do, when I'm there, what I do? And so all of those have created an opportunity to partner together very, very closely. And my assessment from a future standpoint is that we will see more and more that cross collaboration, cross partnership, embedment of skills that exist across the group as we work together on mutual initiatives. Mm. So that's interesting you say that because when Woolies X was first set up, it, there was a lot of debate within innovation circles around the merits of running innovation inside of the sort of headquarters or sort of outside and away from that sort of business as usual to avoid distraction or resource reallocation. And, and as you say, it seems like now there's a lot more integrations than ever before. And that probably owes to the fact that digital has really risen in importance as well, both within Woolworths and within the broader sort of industry as well. So I wondered um, if you could just speak to a little bit to how you view the sort of change in digital and innovation and its evolution. Yes, no, thank you, Rai. And the, it's important to also recognize that as a result of this close collaboration and partnership that we have across the group, we've seen a number of people jump from one place, jump from digital and go to group and jump from group and go to digital, right? And that's exciting for all of us to see. So that we're not creating silos in the organization, but rather we're creating an environment where people can continue to further in their career. Specifically on your question, 
there are many initiatives. Some of them are obviously more strategic and more innovative in, in the thinking and they bring competitive advantage that require for us to work very close together. Scanning goes, as I mentioned before, you are aware of uh, the other one that it's been quite powerful for us, especially because of the pandemic as a result of it, where the demand for our e-commerce services skyrocketed pretty much. The digital traffic increased, the demand for e-commerce orders delivered to you, to your front door in a safe, fast and inconvenient way very much has never been what it is today. And as a result, we needed to scale. And you uh, have heard about the launch of our uh, e-stores, micro-fulfillment centers that we have three on the ground right now, one in Australia and two in New Zealand. And that has given us another advantage of delivering orders faster to our customer in a more convenient way. I'm not aware of anyone else doing it in Australia. So for me, it's quite innovative. We've also, as a result, seen other global retailers and local retailers reach out to us and wanting to learn from us and, and asking, you know, why did you do it? And what's the benefit that you're seeing as a result? So for us to be able to create something like this by partnering with a company in the U.S. like Takeoff and Canal in, in other parts of the world, to be able to do that throughout the pandemic has been quite exciting and challenging at the same time. But we wouldn't be able to pull it off if it wasn't for that fundamental set of partnership capabilities that exist across the group. Because an effort like this requires everyone to come together and work towards that common purpose and goals of standing something like this while the U.S. partners cannot put people on the ground and help us. We need to do it remote and working very close together. So hopefully that makes sense. Absolutely. It definitely makes sense. Now, obviously, digital is very much a substantially elevated part of the Woolworths business. Now it's frequently called out by the executives. It has its regular place within the financial results and so on. Um, I imagine that visibility and recognition is pretty good for you. Does it come with any sort of challenges on the flip side in terms of you've already set a fairly high bar for success? You've got other retailers talking to you about what you're doing. And I think even further than that, other Australian retailers are... Um, taking some of those models like scan and go and implementing them with, within their own sort of organizations. Are you able to give us a sense of what it's like to have set that sort of bar early and then how you um, continue that progress, I guess? Um, as you are aware, as you uh, interact around the world, there are challenges in being first. There are benefits in being first, but there are also challenges associated with that. We, at all times, focus on what do we exist for as an almost 100 years old retailer right now. And everything we do starts with our customer. We wake up in the morning and we evaluate our priorities and our initiatives based on that customer first thinking in everything we do. And as a result, our innovation agenda our portfolio of initiatives are purposeful in nature, focused back on the customer. How can we provide value for our customers? So it is not innovation for the sake of innovation, but it's purposeful uh, in that regard. Does it connect back to what we're here for to do? As a result, often we will create things that others would like and they will replicate them. For example, 
You may be aware, I, I know we've mentioned this before in the media, we were the first in Australia throughout the pandemic. I actually believe that we were the first globally to do the adoption of Google business messaging. We partnered with a strategic partner on the technology side like Google, who came up with an interesting solution that um, allowed us to really meet our customers where they are. They are on Google, they are on Google Maps, they search. They search for our stores, opening hours, inventory information. So we use the power of the technology solutions that we have and expose our inventory information to Google Business Messaging so the customers can find out if a store is available, what are the opening hours, and, and also if a particular item they're looking for is in the store that they normally shop before they have to jump in the car and drive over to see us. And so the first one in the world, as a result, others were very interested in that and they wanted to find out. I had an opportunity as a result to share some of our initiatives and findings during global media events and partnership with Google of what we've done. And we discovered that not everyone has done it, but everyone is watching what, what we're doing. Another example is during the pandemic, we were, as you can imagine, very focused on safety concerns for our customers while they come and visit our in-store. So we very quickly and quite innovatively launched what we call the Q-Tracker, which is a solution that afforded us an opportunity and for our customers to know how long the queues are before they come, if they're looking for a particular item, what are the safest hours throughout the day to shop when there are not a lot of people in store, uh, so they can plan their trip and have real-time access of information of what's happening in the environment that they're about to visit. Those are a lot of things that others looked for and replicated from us. But again, all of this comes together is because we are customer first at all times. So if innovation is not focused on our customer from that purposeful standpoint, that we would forego it for something that it is customer focused. Mm. I feel like it'd be good just to kind of step aside here and just maybe explain a little bit more about what Woolies X kind of gets involved with um, within the organization, because I, I feel like sometimes people don't know the half of what Woolies X is actually involved in. Um, in and I won't mention specific projects in case they're not public domain, but we talked a lot about some of the public domain ones like scan and go smartphone shopping. You've got the AI scales, which is obviously for the fruit and veg, which has gotten a lot of media attention. But then you think about say like the kindness cards, for example, there's sort of $0 gift cards that were quite a nice way of identifying vulnerable customers at an online checkout, um, which came out last year. And then there's a whole bunch of other stuff that doesn't even really come into digital so much as maybe UX or kind of um, like they're not technology based things, but around a lot around customer research. And this goes back to gain your sort of central focus on the customer. But I wondered if you might be able to just give us a sense of how widely Woolies X stretches uh, with its remit in helping the sort of broader Woolworths group. As you go back to when Woolies X was created, there were three core businesses that were combined together in one. That was our e-commerce business, our loyalty program focused business, and also our financial services business, uh, FinTech. That came together under one umbrella of Woolizek. So if you reach out and, and you need help, our customer hub capabilities also reside within the Woolizek entity. But fundamentally, why Woolizek was created is to build 
very strong technology, digital, and data capabilities. And we, as a result, have launched that focus around core practices of building those capabilities around product, engineering, digital, and all of those, as they all come together, the goal is to continue to evolve them and grow as we help others to grow in their career and become a part of those practices. And then we take those practices, we cross-pollinate those skills now across the group. Whenever that's necessary from a purposeful perspective, as we discussed earlier, across the different initiatives that we work on. But again, fundamentally, Ulysex was established to build, grow, and evolve digital technology and data capabilities that currently reside across family of skills, those practices that are core for us around product, engineering, digital, marketing, and the like. And they will continue to evolve and grow as we continue to attract and grow our talent. Mm, cool. Maybe if we can switch tacks to um, the uh, talent side of the business and uh, particularly the war for talent in Australia, I think not anyone is spared at the moment in terms of having difficulty in trying to get people or draw people into their organizations and um, in the asking prices for some of these people at the moment, considering that the borders are closed and there's a real shortage in specific sort of sectors and parts of uh, sort of digital and technology in particular. So I wondered if you could just give us a sense of, I guess, firstly, how you draw people to the Woolworths and Woolies X businesses. Yes, uh, right. It, it is true that the, the digital transformation across many companies in Australia and globally has created a demand for the digital data and technology talent. And no one is immune from having to recruit talent and retain that talent as they continue to evolve and grow. The approach that we've created here has given us the advantage of focusing on those practices that we discussed where people can find a home for the things that are important to them in their own personal career. We look on an ongoing basis as we recruit for talent for people who are lifetime learners because we know that what we used to work on three years ago is not what we're working on today and most likely will not be what we're working on three years from now. As a result, we attract talent that is interested in cutting edge capabilities, new frameworks, new ways of working. People who are excited about change and, and what change brings into their own personal career and life. And that has created this nucleus and emphasis on people who are looking around the corner and they're wondering what's there, what's exciting, what's new, how can they evolve as a part of our own journey. And as a result, we've been able to attract some great talent. As, as I mentioned earlier, coming from the U.S., I made it a, a mission for me is to be able to create through partnerships and opportunities opportunities for the local talent so they don't have to look to find their next step in their career on the shores of the U.S. or some other places around the world, but they can continue to evolve and grow here. As a result, we've built a very successful technology practice across engineering and architecture and, and other skill sets, and we will continue to evolve and grow that. 
the result of all of that is that the Ulysex brand uh, in terms of digital technology and data capabilities has become quite strong now in the industry. Uh, and as a result, through word of mouth and people wanting to work with same-minded people have created a lot of attraction. But we're not standing still, right? Because that's never enough. We started some new partnerships to continue to further the importance of diversity and inclusion in technology. Recently, we made an announcement that we partnered with Code Like a Girl so we can offer opportunities for internships for girls and women in the STEM disciplines who are considering STEM to be a part of their career. And you will continue to see more of those as we continue to explore partnerships with schools and universities and other entities to create an environment where people can find their home here for their technology career while they're continuing to evolve on their journey. Fantastic. And just going back to something you mentioned about um, this lifelong learning and about this hunger for bringing in new things. Obviously, um, within a lot of large organizations, when you're talking about having these teams, they want to bring in a lot of new tools that they already use. They want to bring in things they're familiar with, uh, but you end up with a huge amount of different sort of tools and languages and things that kind of build up. How supportive is the Woolworth structure of having this really diverse language or tooling environment? Great question, uh, Ryan. Many of the ideas that are serving our customers now as real-life concepts have started here with someone bringing a new framework and someone bringing a new tool. So we absolutely value that and we create an environment where the engineers and the technologists among us and across our team and the data scientists can bring forward those concepts and ideas because we believe in that. Hence the reason why we have hackathon days and DevEx days, as we've had some recently, where people can talk about some of the projects that are exciting to them. And they cross-pollinate some of those things that they learn at home or nights and weekends as their passion continues to further them in a particular direction. So it is obviously important to recognize that often that creates the notion of cross-pollinating of different tools. However, within the framework that we've created, we are not seeing that happening as much. And, and every so often we may decide to discontinue a usage of a tool or replace it with another one. But at the end of the day, the engineer, the technologist, the data scientists on our teams are in the driver's seat for that. Because if it's meeting their needs and it's helping them to do their job and create value and innovation, then it's helping the company as well. Just one final question that I've been asking everyone, and it can be as broad as you like. It can be personal, it can be professional, it can be with Woolworths business as well. Just what excites you about 2021? It's a bit of a change year. It's a bit of a recovery year for the economy. Things are starting to happen again. Is there something that is particularly exciting you about this year? I'm excited about really the, the, the fact that our customers have found value in the offerings that we've created for them throughout the pandemic. And as you mentioned, some of the things like the kindness card and, and others where we really focused on really building and evolving a thriving community. And, and I do believe that we have an incredible opportunity to continue to build on that foundation in the future as we continue to look for innovative ways to serve our customers 
in a more convenient, more powerful, more exciting way. And I can't talk about many of those things, right? But there's some lot of exciting things coming that you and I can spend hours on, but more to come. And maybe even in the future podcast, we can cover some of those very exciting things that are right around the corner for all our customers. Again, for being here and helping uh, Australians finding what's important to them in the busy and lives that we live in is a passion for me. And it's exciting that it's an aligned passion for Woolworths as well. So when you put two passions together, some incredible things happen. And we'll continue to see some great innovations come forward. And, and many of those are right around the corner or next year. So stand by, more to come. That was Nick Eshkenazi from Woolworths Group. And that's the podcast for this week. We'll be back with an exciting new interview next week. Until then... You can catch all the latest headlines in Australian IT over at itnews.com.au.